We're excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become the new sponsor to the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes. Stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for the podcast. Are you looking to start your journey in podcasting but not sure how? Kangaroo Firm Media Lab got you covered. Everything you need to know in launching and growing your podcast is here. Book a call now at kangaroofirm.com. By the way, I just released my ebook, Harness the Power of Podcasting. To get a free copy, just go over to mikosantos.co slash free book. That is M-I-K-O-S-A-N-T-O-S dot C-O slash free book. This podcast is brought to you by Kangaroo Fern Productions, Australia's independent podcast management. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com slash book now. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production. Make your content accessible and inclusive to the deaf community. Deaf Interp Training Services provides sign language interpretation for your vlogs, podcasts, webinars, and other online content. Visit our website at deafinterp.com. Coming up next on Miko Santos Inside Job. I would say go for it. I think a lot of us have such, you know, self-doubt. We want to do it. We feel pulled to the industry, but we think like, who am I? And I have no, you know, someone might think I have no formal background. I have no formal background in this. You know, you maybe get into Facebook groups where there are these people that are talking over you and have all this experience and use these acronyms and words that you have no clue about. And so it can be intimidating. There's an intimidation factor. And you can actually use this use this to your advantage as long as you can get past it and say, I can learn this. And I'm, I'm a huge proponent of you don't need to know everything. You know, I proudly still don't know what people are talking about in Facebook groups sometimes. And I, I think that that is, I think that that isn't an, I don't think that that's a negative thing because there's always going to be someone out there that knows more than you and you don't, you don't necessarily need to know everything. So, um, but you can use that to your advantage because there's a lot of people out there that want to start a podcast and they don't want to learn all of this. And so because the podcast industry is, somewhat intimidating. If when you know some about it and you can help someone, that feels like such powerful knowledge because of this because of this gap in how people believe that it's a lot of people believe that it's it's hard to start a show. So you can help them see, hey, we can do this together and it's it's actually not that hard, but we can do it together. Hello Yuminista, this is Miko Santos. Before podcasting and blogging, I used to be a journalist for 20 years, researching complicated issues or science which most people would not have the time or access to the information. This podcast is an insightful conversation with people at the top of their game and deconstruct them to find the tools, tactics, and tricks to help you achieve your dream goal. This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with the mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcast and harness the power of podcasting. 
Book now via www.kangaroofern.com. Thank you for your time. Welcome to the Inside Job. Lauren, thank you for your time. Thank you so much for having me. So, con- first thing, congratulations on your podcast uh, manager show. You got 10K download now, so, and you have 58 episodes. Yes, yes. Yeah, we. it's been around for almost a year. So, you know, we're, I'm going to be celebrating the one year anniversary in just a couple of months. So I've been having a lot of fun with it. With over 90,000 new podcasts started each month. So podcast manager are desperately in need for every podcaster. So there are 1,000 more blogs than podcaster. Lauren, can you tell me about yourself? I was working in fitness back in 2016 and decided that I needed a change, something that would fit my lifestyle and kind of what I wanted moving forward. Um, I had my first daughter in 2016. So my friend and I, for fun, started a podcast about nutrition and fitness in 2016 and we learned everything along the way we had you know we had absolutely no audio background or you know we were just do it yourself type of people and so we launched that show um, it's actually still going to this day it's been five years um, sh- so she is doing it solo solo she's the solo host I left doing that show in 2019 I think Uh, so that I could focus more on my business. But yeah, we started that that podcast. I'd been listening to podcasts for a couple of years prior, loved them, you know, was was obsessed. And so we started that show and it was a ton of fun. It I really inspired me that, you know, there's this whole world of podcasting and how can I be a part of it? Uh, so from there, I thought, you know what? I'm doing all these things behind the scene for the show. There's got to be people that need this, that have really uber, I thought at the time they had to have like uber successful podcasts and that they would want to outsource it. So I started looking into that. I thought that I would be a podcast editor because that's one of the the jobs that we are more familiar with as a podcast editor, right? Didn't know that podcast management was a thing. Didn't Definitely didn't think that I could be a podcast producer because I had no formal education or, you know, experience. I had nothing at that point. Uh, so I just dove into how I could get into the podcasting world behind the scenes. And I that's kind of how I landed in the spot that I'm in now. So did you do like a, a virtual assistant before doing the mm-hmm. podcasting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was a podcast editor, uh, but not successfully. <laughs> I crashed and burned. I, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, decided, you know what, this isn't for me. I was wrong. Uh, so I quit, you know, decided this isn't going to work out. You know, I'm not, it's not, the pay is not going to be high enough. It's too difficult. Uh, a couple months went by. I met someone who helped uh, women, men become freelancers in the sense of like becoming a virtual assistant. Uh, so she introduced me to that world of virtual assistants. And that's when I realized, oh, okay, these were the missing pieces of what, this is what I was doing wrong when I was trying to become a podcast editor. And through there, I, I learned all about social media management and Pinterest management and all these different services. And I, I saw this gap in what a podcast editor editor does and what a podcast manager could do. And so that's when I really felt like I struck gold and had enough knowledge, had enough idea of the industry that I could really 
put my put myself in the place of being a podcast manager and provide more of a unique service than than what a what I envisioned myself as a podcast editor. For our listener and audience as well, can you differentiate between what is the podcast editor and what is the podcast manager? Some people say podcast producer as well or podcast booking strategies. So I consider a podcast editor, obviously they are going to be editing the audio. So, and then a podcast manager is going to manage the podcast because it's its own project. So you can think of kind of project management type of stuff, like, you know, making sure everything is ready to go, you know, when it needs to be ready to go and writing episode descriptions and scheduling and writing show notes and creating social media graphics. There's a lot of things between promotion and just getting all the details together, there's a lot of moving parts. We, you know, if you've, if you've been behind the, the mic before, you know, like, whoa, <laughs> there, there's a lot going on here. And if I forget one piece, then, you know, all of a sudden I, I need to launch an episode tomorrow and I don't have it all. So that's one, that's like the big tangible difference between an editor and a manager. But I think more importantly, the difference is that most commonly an editor is in some sort of transactional relationship with a, a client. They it's the client sends them the audio, they edit it and they send it back. And that therefore there, that's just the relationship. And it's hard to grow from there versus being a manager. You are more of a team member and you can grow based on what the podcast is doing and how the podcast is growing. You can, you can, perform other tasks for that business and for that show to really help them grow versus an editor is more just a kind of one and done. You're going to need a lot more clients. So you're going to be doing lots of, lots of clients, which some people love that. And some people, I remember I was on an interview and someone said, as soon as you said like project management, I'm out. Like she loves editing and she just wants to edit. I'm like, this is, there's a spot for you in this, but being a podcast manager is different than that because you are managing details. You're helping the client stay organized and in that type of thing. This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with the mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcast and harness the power of podcasting. Book now via www.kangaroofern.com. How hard to be a podcast manager? So say, say you've been doing a freelancing, you've been uh, a virtual, um, say, assistant for almost five years now and now you you're enjoying the podcasting and you're trying to do niching to a on podcasting how easy or hard to be the transition yeah i think it is actually a pretty easy transition because if you've been a virtual assistant then you have a lot of the the basics ready to go. You know, you know what it's like working online with a client. You have some of the systems in place that makes that easier. You've been in a relationship with a client, working relationship with a client. So that means, you know, you kind of understand how to set expectations and how to price your services. And that's actually something that I help a lot of people with. So you probably, you may, may, may need a little help with that, but you know, you're, you've got this 
groundwork done. It's that you, you know, you need to, you need to probably learn some skills. Maybe you've got some good writing skills or you've done some social media stuff. So you're, you're good there. Uh, but as far as, you know, really niching down into podcast management or just the podcast industry, you kind of have to submerge yourself in that area. Probably if you want, learn how to edit, some podcast managers will outsource their editing. So they're mainly doing everything else besides the editing. That's, that's an option. Uh, but you have to give to get a couple more skills, but I think just what you've done so far is a good groundwork for niching down into podcast management. Um what is the most quality of being a podcast manager if you want to be a podcast manager so what is what do you think is the you need to have mm. a skill or quality to do that i've thought a lot about this and i think that really the quality that you need is to take initiative i think that's one of the gold pieces that a podcast manager brings to the table is that they will take initiative to and own the project of a podcast. That's that's when a podcaster can step away a little bit from the show, it, you know, step away from the daily tasks of the show and do other things in their business, do other things for the podcast um, because they know that, you know, you will take initiative, you will make sure that things get done. Uh, so I guess maybe also consistency, you know, you showing up for your client, not, you know, not missing deadlines, uh, that type of thing. But I just, yeah, I think initiative is really the biggest, the, the biggest piece that will set you apart. So what is your advice would you give to someone, say, wanting to uh, pursue a career similar to you? I would say go for it. I think a lot of us have such you know, self-doubt. We want to do it. We feel pulled to the industry, but we think like, who am I? And I have no, you know, someone might think I have no formal background. I have no formal background in this. You know, you maybe get into Facebook groups where there are these people that are talking over you and have all this experience and use these acronyms and words that you have no clue about. And so it can be intimidating. There's an intimidation factor. And you can actually use this, use this to your advantage as long as you can get past it and say, I can learn this. And I'm, I'm a huge proponent of, you don't need to know everything. You know, I proudly still don't know what people are talking about in Facebook groups sometimes. And I, I think that that is, I think that that isn't an, I don't think that that's a negative thing because there's always going to be someone out there that knows more than you and you don't, you don't necessarily need to know everything. So, um, but you can use that to your advantage because there's a lot of people out there that want to start a podcast and they don't want to learn all of this. And so because the podcast industry is, somewhat intimidating. If when you know some about it and you can help someone, that feels like such powerful knowledge because of this because of this gap in how people believe that it's a lot of people believe that it's it's hard to start a show. So you can help them see, hey, we can do this together and it's it's actually not that hard, but we can do it together. What what do you say about the imposter syndrome? How how would you overcome that? So some of the freelancer or virtual assistant, they know what they're doing. They know podcasting, how to edit, how to manage, but suddenly the imposter syndrome just kick in. So what did you advise to them as based on your experience? I think it, with any sort of mindset issue that comes up, I try to use like facts and emotions. 
both of those things. Because sometimes facts will speak more to our imposter syndrome and sometimes a pep talk will speak more. So I like to do both always, really. So as far as like factual information, keeping a folder on your computer or you know, somewhere, somewhere that you can store compliments that you get from your clients or compliments that you get for your, from your peers. So whenever you have this moment of, oh my gosh, do I, do I know what I'm doing at all? Or am I total, totally terrible at editing or whatever you can look back and see, no, I've gotten positive feedback. I've got, I've, you know, people like engaging with me and you can see facts that, that your, your work is good. I think sometimes we just need that and we can shy away from getting feedback, be, you know, being fearful that it will, that it will be negative when, if we can kind of take away the, the, you know, our pride, I guess, and, and sit in and ask for feedback and improve if there, if there is constructive feedback, improve on that, then you can use that as, Hey, I was once here, you know, a year ago I was here and now I'm here. So, so keep, so I guess asking for feedback, keeping the positive feedback, improving from constructive feedback. And I think that that's really how you can tackle some of that imposter syndrome, but also, you know, doing some, doing some work on your thoughts and and asking yourself, why is it that I think that I don't deserve this or why I think I'm not worthy of this when so many, so many other people are doing it and crushing it. So doing some of that work, because that's just an ongoing process of, of embodying who, you know, you want to be, I I suppose. What is the one thing you wish you had known when you began your career as a podcast manager? Mm, That's good. I don't know if there's anything I wish I would have known, but I probably would have, I probably wish I would have saw the value in what I was doing earlier. I, I kind of kept myself low for low profile for a while. And so I kind of wish I wouldn't have done that, but I honestly, I also had these really great low key clients for a long time that I learned a lot from and, you know, my rates were really low, which I, I sort of regret, but it's, it's hard to regret it when I'm so happy with where I'm at now, you know, it's like, ah, who cares? Right. Uh, so, so I'd probably just say like kind of more where my rates were at and, and kind in in so I guess probably some of that imposter syndrome, um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, who cares? <laughs> it was my journey, so I I own it all. What is what is your for our listeners and audience as well? What are the best resources that you that have helped you along along the way in your early days as a podcast editor, then podcast manager? Yeah, yeah, this is really good. Uh, I would say that. One of the best resources I think is each other. So getting in a community with other podcast managers or podcast editors and asking questions, but remembering that that overwhelm is, can happen where you can get, you can feel that feeling of, oh my gosh, I know nothing. So keep that in your mind, but asking other people questions and getting feedback on your work. I think that is a really great resource. Just putting yourself out there in those communities is scary, but I think it can be really, really beneficial. You can learn a lot. So I would say that's one resource. Uh, I Other resources as just as far as doing the job, being in this industry, I really love podnews.net. 
Uh, so they are a source for podcasting news. Uh, so you can kind of stay on top of all of the changes that are happening. Uh, but I also like them. They post job opportunities. They're more like corporate style job opportunities. So maybe not necessarily what us freelancers are looking for, but I find them to be really inspiring because it'll, it'll say that Spotify is looking for a new director of, you know, podcast X, Y, and Z. So I, I love just seeing that there's all these job opportunities. I think that that's, that's really a great resource. Um, you can search for podcasts on there and see, do some research and stuff. So, um, I would say those two. Um, I also have my podcast, which I think is a great resource as well. Uh, the podcast manager show. So I, yeah, I think those would be my top three. Thank you so much. Yeah. So say hi to James Cleveland of podcast news. <laughs> All right. Of course. So I've been listening to your podcast manager show since July, 2020. And then mm-hmm. because of that, I enroll on your, on your podcast manager program. Mm-hmm. Um, what motivates you to get up in the morning and go to work and help mm-hmm. others like people who's trying to get into podcasting and become a podcast manager? Uh, I think just seeing how this working from home in this way and being part of this, this podcasting industry has changed my life in my family's life, I, that's so inspiring to me to help other people that are just in, you know, all over the world, you know, we're in opposite parts of the world and seeing them being able to make a change in their life and having a job that allows them to either travel or be home with their family or somewhere in between. I, that's so inspiring to me and really is my main motivation is to help, to help these individuals come together and start something that they're really excited about and, but also supports them financially and supports their family and supports their interests. And I just think that is so cool. On podcast uh, arena right now in space, there's a lot of happening. So there's an Apple subscription, Spotify is get, giving more functionality. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of happening. What do you think is the role of podcast manager on this growing space because some some of the news in podcast industry is that they're using ai now artificial intelligence on editing or they have a lot of plug in so what is the as a podcast manager where are we now Mm, yeah that's a really good question so i think with more like you said with with all these tools that are coming out I think that's great. I, it's exciting because it shows us that the podcast industry is growing and anytime these big companies are going to pour money into new tools and yeah, changing user user interfaces and you know, new products like Apple subscription. And I think that's a really great sign for people like us that are in this industry. And with more products that come on the marketplace, it actually makes it more confusing for podcasters. You know, when I started in 2016, there was, there were maybe two hosts, right? There was just, there was such few options, which has its downside, but it also means, okay, I'm just going to choose Libsyn and go. Whereas now there's all these options and it can be really difficult for a podcaster, especially someone that's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I, I know I can do this. And then they have to make all these decisions and wonder if they're making the right decisions. So I think that piece right there is a great 
spot for a podcast manager to come help in just deciding, do I use AI for editing? Do I, what, what about all these options with hosting and what platform should I be on? And, oh, wait, should I be using Apple subscriptions? Should I do, you know, should I use Patreon? Like all, there's all of these options that a podcast manager can say, you know what, I, you know, I've heard a little bit about this, haven't heard great things. Let's go this route. And so they can just kind of cut through a lot of that clutter to help the podcaster ultimately get their show out because that's the goal is just, you know, getting the show out there. A lot of people can get caught up in those, in those details. How do you continue to learn in order to stay on the top of the things within, within your role? It's that in itself can be a full-time job. And I remind myself all the time that I don't need to know everything. Uh, You know, I don't need to be the ultimate resource for everything podcasting because man, that would be (laughs) that itself. It would just be a a full-time job. Uh, And I, I try to focus on, you know, what my students really need so I can learn those things and fill that role for them. Um, But I, like I said, I love pod news. Uh, I try to stay up with them because they give tidbits, you know, streamline the information so I don't have to to do a ton of research, but just can, being consistent with it, you know, so checking, checking podcast news, you know, Monday through Friday, I usually see, okay, what's going on. Um, and then also letting stuff bubble to the top. So there'll be all these there'll be all these new things, but you wonder, okay, is this going to stick around or is this going to make a real impact in the industry? So I, I like to see like, how is this really going to be launched? Like the Apple subscription thing, when it was first announced, it felt like a really big deal and it is a big deal, but there was a huge fallout from that with Apple having all these bugs. And so, you know, I think that's actually taken away from people wanting to do Apple subscriptions. Cause it's like, I don't even know if it's going to work. <laughs> so allowing things to kind of work themselves out uh, is definitely important. I think because you just don't know, you know, you can, I, I try to be aware of stuff and then see, okay, how is this playing out like in Facebook groups? So I'd say like actual podcasting news, whatever source you want to use. And then also being in a community so you can see like what people are talking about. Are people interested in a new product or not? And and that's kind of how I stay up to speed. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. So I listened to your latest episode on the Podcast Manager Show on episode 58. My question for you on that episode, should a podcast manager be also a social media manager into one just to help mm. your client? I don't think so because you don't need to. If you come from a social media management background, you can totally use those skills in the podcasting format, but a social media manager also engages with the client's audience on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And they, you know, look at insights on Instagram or whatever the platform is. There's a lot that they do that a podcast manager doesn't need to do. The podcast manager would really just needs to have an idea of what's working with promoting podcasts. How can I help my client connect with their audience? So you don't necessarily need to be doing that stuff. You can just guide them in, hey, I will update graphics. Let's keep our graphics 
you know, fresh so people will keep looking at them. So you need to have some level of understanding about social media, but I don't think you need to be to the level that a social media manager is. Thank you for that. So my last question for you is that when did you first become passionate in podcasting and then it become your career? You know, your mm-hmm. mom of three daughter, is that because of being a mom and you start developing this? Yeah, not no. It was before a couple of years before I became a mom. And I remember I had a I have a mentor that I've been following since my fitness days. And she talks about fitness and also business online, you know, growing an online business. Her name's uh, Shalene Johnson. And she came out with a podcast. And this was probably maybe 2014. And so, so I was following her anywhere I could. So I followed her to podcasting and I can't remember if she launched her show before or after Serial, but I don't know if you're familiar with Serial, the podcast, that was really like my first, one of my first tastes into podcasting, which I think honestly, a lot of people have that same story. It was like Serial brought that brought them to podcasting. I remember reading an article right after that, that like serial was the reason that podcasting blew up and it's just been blowing up since then, which is so fascinating. Um, so I, I listened to serial. I followed a mentor over to podcasting and realized like, Oh, I love reading. I've always been a reader, but it's, it's hard to prioritize reading. And so podcasts were just that perfect mix of being able to get new information, but in a way that I could be on the go, I could be on a commute and, you know, I could, I could do it really whenever working out and stuff. So I was definitely bit by the bug before having kids and then saw, Oh wait, this could be a really flexible lifestyle. And that was really, you know, that was really great for me once I became a mom. Who are you saying mentor? Because you, you said about the mentor. As a podcast manager, do we really need a mentor mm. to grow your you, business? Yeah, I think you always really need a mentor. I'm a huge fan of mentors. Uh, it's so hard to do things alone. And, you know, those mindset blocks that come up feel feel impossible if you don't have a community or a mentor. So I think if you need to either have some sort of community of people that are doing similar things as you or have a mentor. Usually those kind of come one in the same. So I would say something because you you need to be able to see, even if your mentor is from far away, like Shalene Johnson, she has a huge, she's got so many followers. Like she doesn't know who I am. So it's not that it's a one-on-one or even small group mentorship. This is like, I was seeing her from far away. <laughs> so even that minimally speaking, you know, being able to see where you want to go and envision that, I I think that that's just so essential. If not, you you could. I think you would. It would be hard to kind of get past some of those harder days. Thank you for that. Do you have any final advice or anything else you want to tell our aspiring podcast manager who's wanted to have a piece of podcasting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably say, you know, if you're having thoughts of like, oh, this sounds so neat, but like, where would I even start? I would say, you know what, join a Facebook group, join a community, take a look, take a look around, see, you know, kind of feel it, feel it out, start to talk to people because that's how you can kind of get, kind of tip your, your toe in the water and 
be aware. There will be lots of things that you don't know, and you'll only need to know half of them eventually. But I think that's the best, that's the best first step if you're considering this, especially if you're thinking, you know, can I do this? If you're having those questions of, can I do this? Can I learn a new skill? Go, go, go talk to some people that have done that because I think that those people will inspire you that, oh, this person had no idea either. I could, you know, I could do it just like they do. Thank you for that. Where can our listeners and our audience connect with you online? Yeah. So I am on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton. And I also have a, a free Facebook group um, on Facebook. So you can follow me over on the, over there. And then my podcast, the Podcast Manager Show. Thank you so much for your time, Lauren. So if you want to connect with Lauren, all the link will be on the show notes. Thank you so much for your time. I know it's been too early on your end. and you... <laughs> No, it's been great. <laughs> Thank you so much. So if you darlies and audience so you can connect with lauren on the instagram everything is on the link before see you next week for another episode of inside job thank you so much see ya bye thank you for listening make sure to visit our website at www.guerillapodcastsyndicate.com where you can subscribe to the show in apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify stitcher or via rss so you'll never miss a show While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. You can also join the conversation with Gorillas Are We on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please consider on making a donation to help us keep making the podcast you love. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. A podcast syndicate production. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com